Mr. Lively. Mr. Schultz. How are you, buddy? Uh, doing good. It's a sunny day in Kentucky. Yeah, it's 52 degrees in Wisconsin today, so I think we got to enjoy that while we can. So that's that's, sh- that's shorts weather, isn't, isn't that for you? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So, so yeah, I started doing the audio podcast kind of during quarantine here. I lost my friend Ryan to uh, to Clint Tucker. Basically, all the quarantine stuff happened when we were in Kansas City. You remember all this? Oh yeah. Ryan, Ryan, I think Ryan's been back to Wisconsin like twice, so he's been li- living at Tucker's and doing his job with Amy. So I was like, well, I need something simple to do because I suck at technology. And my son helped me set up the podcast and uh, I've been trying to do as many of them as I can. And I was driving in this morning. I saw that you had something on Facebook about the tunica tractor raffle and, or yeah, about St. Jude's and the tractor. And I had interviewed Jeff and Pete, oh, probably a couple weeks back, maybe a month ago now, but I thought we, everybody called you the boss, Brian. So I thought I'm going to get lively on the podcast and, we're a week away, right? It's next Saturday, right? Yeah, we're uh, the tra- so the tractor will have a new owner, uh, you know, basically you know, seven days from now. So yeah. uh, we'll we'll give it away at noon on uh, uh, Central Time in Seneca. So yeah, no, I know COVID COVID's been bad for some people, and there's been obviously there's bigger stressful issues than you guys don't. You're not going to make a hundred thousand dollars to give to St. Jude's on this tractor, but I have felt bad because you're not getting the normal play the normal recognition the norm you know the normal i guess just you know advertising to get the track you know to sell raffle tickets brian and i was like how can i help you and i'm like well that's where i want to help you you know we'll push this podcast hard this week and hopefully you can sell i saw you guys you had your goal your goal up on facebook uh the other yeah. day what was that number um, our, our our goal is thirty thousand, and we're we're 16 three now i think uh okay that's that's you know a time that uh, that goal chart. I think people are watching it, and that's kind of created some uh, some enthusiasm, or some just you know like people are wanting to see that they've uh, made a made a difference or made an impact on that, uh, and and they have uh, definitely have. Great, and that's what it's all about. It's amazing how many years, and I and I know I just talked to Pete and Jeff about this about a month ago, but how many years is this now for the tractor raffle? And like, what's the total dollar amount? It was a mm-hmm. crazy number. They told me last yeah, time. A year. This is, this is a sixth year with the seventh tractor. Um, well, I believe collectively the tractors have raised along with what the, the main green pulling team at Tunica, the promotion group with their various uh, pro- programs that the pool, the, the, the St. Jude class, and uh, other, other auctions and, and other, <clears throat> excuse me, other smaller raffles. Uh, we're around three hundred thousand uh, for for the last seven years. It was there were the original year did not have a tractor. It was simply uh, funds from the St. Jude uh, tractor class. It's a seven mile an hour, uh, forty eight hundred seventy five pound class, um, and it. There's usually a hundred tractors in a class, and they bring in bring back the top two from each flight because it'll be flights of ten or flights of sixteen or whatever the is divisible by five for a, a, a top ten shootout, and uh, and invariably everybody gives their money back. The top five hand their checks back and say, "Here, just put it in the pile," and it's it's neat to see. Is Tunica is it the is it the biggest? Uh, antique tractor pool 
that there is around? It it is consistently the biggest. Uh, it's consistently the largest, the the best attended. Uh, we uh, we've had bigger pools. We've had places with more hooks. Uh, you know, we, we've had we've had places with a thousand hooks in twenty four hours, uh, which is it's obscene and it's possible, but it's 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 a stretch. Uh, we've had pools have given away more or given away more payout money, you know, uh, more prize money. But uh, Tunica is I, I kind of call it the herd bull. It's uh, it's the one that everybody frames their expectations or or, or how you want a pool to, to be. Uh, and you, 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 it's it's the launching point. If you want to do something better, it's got to be better than Tunica. So, so yeah, so Tunica is kind of that Bowling Green from a uh, from a crowd yeah. type of a thing, Super Bowl. Yeah, it's it's de- definitely the, the uh, and and it is that, that kind of that, that vibe that Bowling Green is, where you know Bowling Green is not a pool; it's an event. Uh, yep. Because there, there's so there are so many layers to what goes on at, at Bowling Green that uh, you just can't call it a pool. And and, I, and the blue shirts at Bowling Green, that's that's what they've masterfully have crafted is a is a pool that, that draws in tens and thousands of people for for three days and well basically well a week, as you know. Um, yep. and uh, and they've they've done a wonderful job marketing that program up there. Uh, and through the, the hospitality and the the casinos and uh, just the, the the fun nature of Tunica, you know, th- there's that atmosphere at, in Mississippi. There, it's a, it's a very welcoming, very uh, hospitable group of fo- folks that run that pool. Uh, if you if you go to Tunica and you don't have fun, it is your own fault. Uh, <laughs> you, you cannot you cannot blame it on anybody else but yourself. You have to go look in the mirror and say, if you if you walk away with a frown on your face, it's your own fault. So. Yeah. What facility is the Tunica Pool actually at? Is it a big arena or what is it? Yeah, is it's it outdoors. A, is it outdoors or is it? Oh indoors? no, no, it's it's indoors. It's it's at a place called Paul Battle Arena. Uh, you could Google okay. it. It's a uh, the track itself is a light uh, two twenty uh, with a full size sled. Uh, it's uh, I can't can't tell you how wide it is, but uh, uh, there's ample room for for twin tracks and it's pretty sandy uh you gotta put a little water in it to make it do anything for you uh but it's but it's it's fair for everybody it's consistent it's definitely a consistent track uh and uh it uh you know it you know it, it's got some, some good uh auxiliary buildings so, you know we can put you can put your tractor on the roof uh, if you get there early enough and you know, never have to get out in the rain or out in the snow or whatever's happening going on in, in the northwest Mississippi on a first week of December. Uh, once you get there, so. Well, that's something that people enjoy a lot. Now, do they have one event a year, Brian, or is this they have multiple events, and this is kind of the highlight? Or this is this is a standalone event for the main green group. There's a an associated club down there called Dixie Iron, and they have pools through the year. Uh, but the Mean Green Group is the actual promotion group that puts on uh, the Tunica pool. It's it's a once-a-year pool for them. Uh, there have been other pools at that Tunica facility at Paul Bat Arena. Uh, there was uh, – they had some blower 
uh, blower two wheel drives and blower four wheel drives, I believe, in there three or four years ago, if I remember right. Um, and and it was you know it's it's a decent size ramp for that. It's not it's not the best circumstance, of course, being a shorter track, but it you know you can still put on a good show. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So when so when are you heading out this week? I'll probably leave Wednesday. Uh, okay. And when's the actual event start? Does it start Thursday or just it, start, Friday, it, it, it starts on on Thursday on on December third. Um, probably get started pulling about uh, eight thirty nine o'clock, and we'll pull till six p.m. or so, maybe seven o'clock, and then uh, uh, go back to casino and hang out, and visit till you know ten eleven, maybe later. Some folks, some folks visit till three or four in the morning, and then uh, catch a nap and get up and do it again. You know, that's just how they roll. Uh, but, uh, do that for three days in a row. And then everybody's tired the week after, like I am after Gordyville. <laughs> it, well, it, it's uh, really, it's, 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 it's funny. It's like the, the, the Gordyville flu, you know that as well as I do. It's, it's, yes, it's a yes. uni- unique ailment. Uh, the, there is the tunica flu. Uh, lots Got of people it. get the tunica flu. I've, uh, I've become a big believer in, and uh, some some vitamins and some, some like airborne like I I'll take airborne religiously this time of year and uh, I've I've learned to come I've been able to come out of events like this without much trouble. Uh, it's hard to do. It's really hard to do. Of course, you know it at Gordyville because you've got some fume issues. Uh, yep. This is a much taller building. Uh, you've got better better circulation and ventilation of air. At, at the Paul Bell Arena, but uh, it's it would be nice to have this kind of building farther north. Um, but it's uh, it's you know it's it is where it is, and uh, you know it, and uh, we we get to enjoy it once a year for the antique world. So. People are coming from all over for this, right? I've been I've been trying to follow it more this year than I ever have before, and it looks like there's guys like coming from California. Am I reading this right? Uh, I. There are some guys from Washington State that left. On That's right. Okay, left. Washington. Well, I knew it was out west. Yeah, somewhere. left left yesterday. They left yesterday, and uh, typically we've got people who come from both both coast, uh, a couple provinces from Canada. Uh, so I, I believe we've got some a guy comes from Quebec, and another guy comes from Ontario, usually. Um. So you, you've got you've got a really a truly a national representation of the sport in that location. There's, there's some guys that show up from all over the place. Still, maybe even watch. I know there's one or two fellows that show up every year or every other year from California just to watch. Uh, That's awesome. And, uh, but you get them off from, from all coasts. We get them from Florida. We get them from, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, you know, 20, I think 29 States normally. That's pretty, pretty normal representation. Uh, I don't know. I don't know this year with all the the issues we're having. Uh, we'll, have, we'll see that widespread coverage, but uh, we'll have uh, we should have a good good crowd down there. How many years has this been? Is it called the Tunica Super Pole, or what's it called? It's technically uh, technically the, the the Tunica Southern Nationals. Okay, is, is what it's called, and. Uh, it's this is the twentieth or twenty first year. Uh, I, I keep getting conflicting reports, and maybe I don't listen well enough. But it's we're we're now 
at least year 20 or 21. Uh, so it's, it's, it's got some legs. Uh, it's one of the longest running uh, of the uh, uh, indoor pools for antiques. Uh, there, there's a there's a few more that have, have been running longer, uh, but uh, you know this this is definitely one one that, that stands out. Yeah, it is. So earlier when we connected this morning, and I quote on Facebook, I was gonna you know talk with you this afternoon. I put some questions up like, "What do you want me to ask Brian?" So Amberlyn Gravert says, "Just tell the boss, man, he's doing a fantastic job." So kudos to you, Brian, from Amber. Well. And then. Uh, Kevin Moore, he's a mini rod puller. Are they pulling any mini rods down there at all, or is it just all the antiques? It, it, he's at a little diesel compact tractor. It is. We're we're strictly, uh, strictly antiques. Uh, Twelve mine are try to keep RPMs around three thousand. You know, in, th- in theory, there. Uh, insurance, insurance is a big issue. Uh, yep. The other, we had they had uh, Main Green Group invited some V eight tractors in. I think it's been two or three years ago. I thought they did a good job, uh, it, but it's it's a that's a lot of speed for for that building, and 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 I don't I think there's some insurance questions there. You know, once you once you type 15 mile an hour going down a track, it's uh you know things I think things get expensive. And, yep, and uh, that's uh you know that that's kind of the the goalpost there, and and. You know that they, they were. They, they, I think they put on a good show, but I think it just was a a little more headache than what they wanted. That's just my, my opinion. Not, not necessarily what the, the view of the main green group. So, so you're fortunate. You're you're very you're very tied to I, I call grass level or grassroots level pulling like this antiques farm stocks. You have your hook magazine. Then you're also you know the editor of the pro pulling magazine. What is so pro stock is my is my dream. Yeah. Okay, as as a puller. What is the dream of an antique puller? Like, is there a is there a certain class that everybody kind of goes, "Wow, someday I want to have one of those"? Or is it pretty much because I mean I've seen fancy antiques from forty two hundred pounds to sixty five hundred pounds. You know, I, I guess I saw a pretty good chunk of them out there at the the Cornhusker Classic a couple of years yeah. ago. I got there Thursday. We pulled Friday and Saturday with the rem- with the remedy. But I saw you know and I got to know Graverts and some of them and those guys better than I ever had before. Um, is there, is there a class in antique pulling that's kind of a, cause it, it seems like in my world, there's a natural progression. We kind of, you know, I started with a hot farm and I wanted more and now I have a four one and th- that's where I'm going to stay. Cause I don't have the budget or the balls to go to pro stock, but it, what from the antique world, Brian, what is it? Like, what's that class? Is that the, cause I hear about a jackpot class, but I've asked you about that and the jackpot will tend to move around from different classes. I think from event to event, is that correct? correct? Uh, well, it really, you know, it, it, it goes from puller to puller. Uh, for okay. some, you know, for some guys, you know, they may be running, you know, they may be running a, a, a farm stock kind of a, you know, fairly stock tractor, and and their goal may be to jump up to something that'll run between six and ten mile an hour, six and twelve miles an hour, and that's a, and that's a huge jump. You're, you're, you're looking now at some of these tractors that 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 run at eight to ten miles an hour well that are uh, top flight tractors to just to run speed classes, you're looking at a buy-in of $60,000. Jesus. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and that's, and that's, just, that's just the price to pay. And, and you can, you can do it much, much less expensive, but 
you know, that, that, that number's been bandied around about a few tractors out there. I could, you know, that, I, that, that have been pointed out to me. I, I, I'm not one to go ask like, so what'd you spend on that tractor this year? Uh, but you, you can, you know, you can see what's been spent. You know, you go looking at a set of Kaisers on a tractor and then a really good set of cut tires. And, you know, you know, you're, the numbers start adding up <clears throat> and then you hear rumblings of yep. what kind of billets r- rolling around in a crankcase and, uh, and what that costs. And, uh, the, the numbers start adding up. Um, yep. well, and for, well, for example, the, I mean, you, you couldn't, that our, uh, 2019, uh, St. Jude, uh, G, uh, I don't think there's any way you could duplicate it for any less than $40,000. Uh, and it's and it's a stout tractor. It's a very stout tractor. I and fair say you can duplicate the, the M that we gave away as well in 2019. Yep. Uh, but it's it, it, wow. it, it's you all. Should... I mean, you know, it's it's all expensive. It's just it's just relative how much you really want to spend. You could really you could really go down a rabbit hole and and get exotic with any of this stuff. Uh, you know and. Some guys just like want to stay with an antique world and run six, seven, eight, ten, twelve miles an hour. Uh, some guys, it, it's a stepping stone. Uh, there's, you know, there's several pullers out there that are are uh, are very good pullers that have have progressed from running uh, NATPA or uh, or any of these local clubs to into the you know the world of uh, diesel, you know, diesel single charter tractor pulling, you know, like Adrian Cox and Brad Begaman. Uh, those guys are, yep. those are guys are previous national champion pullers in, in the NATPA. Uh, you know, you know, and they run, you know, we know what, what they can do in terms of the four one class tractor. So, uh, yep. Very, very, very but, tough. Very tough. Louisville tractors, Western series champion, ITPA, yeah. the whole deal. So, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, I've always loved the antique world, just didn't grow up in it. And, you know, I had a lot of respect for it really the last couple of years. Well, last four or five years, getting to know you, talking to you and realize the amount of money and passion at any level of pulling or racing we're in. Um, like you said, you can <laughs> you can spend any amount of money you want if you're willing to, you know, chase it that yeah. far. Well, so it's well, incredible. We, 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 I always go back and I, I go back to look at the, the parallels we have with drag racing. You know, if you if you look at well, like pro stock, national pro stock drag racing, in in the millions that they throw at those cars to run six ninety, you know, and then you and you've got, of course, you've got nitro cars that are three seconds faster. Uh, it's 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 amazing. It just a bit, it depends on where you just want you want to park your efforts and be competitive at. Um, but uh, the the antique world is, is you've got you know you've got this I call it the broad brushstroke of of pulling society where you've got guys that are uh, you know they're they're some are working in uh, really nice barns and some of them have a, a lean two and they both might finish one two in, in, in a pull you know and it, it's it's uh, there's a lot of quality and uh, even playing field and with with speed and RPM limits, and uh, and everybody you know everybody seems to have a, a lot of fun. They, they, they don't quibble or 
or first. So, one of my favorite things about the the tractor raffle that you guys do is when, you know, I'm very very involved with Badger State and what we do for the Children's Hospital up here every year as a club. You know, we you take that world that maybe hasn't seen the sport of truck and tractor before before Brian, and you introduce them to the the truck and tractor pull and world with big horsepower but big hearts. Yeah. And you know, and that's what's really neat about the Tunica Tractor Raffle. And that's what you guys are doing with this. You know, there's a lot of people in Memphis that don't know what a tractor pull is, but they know that there there's a lot of money being donated to the hospital because of because of you know the tractor and the raffle. What what correlations have you seen? I that's not the right word I'm looking for, Brian. Not correlations, but like what eyes have you opened up? You you think of that world um, with the amount of money that you guys have given because well, of the tractor wrap? That's a that's a that's an interesting question. In that you know, up until last year, uh, where uh, well, in, in 2019, well, 2018, we raised about $95,000 for St. Jude. Uh, and then the following year, in 2019, the two tractors, all together with the efforts of the Mean Green Group, uh, raised about 150000 That's just, you know, spitball number. I've never, I, the, the actual numbers is close to that. But in those round numbers, we're, we're just a drop in the bucket. Um uh, they're they're and they uh, thankfully they've they've recognized that we have liaisons now with the hospital uh, and this uh, this effort has uh, required us as well to be a little more organized and to to act more like a business uh, to, and I guess to be more recognized because because uh, uh, Jeff and Pete. And I, and my wife Deanna, and Houston and Stacy Jackson, we've all kind of gathered together and have formed a nonprofit, and we're in the process of getting those, that paperwork done right now, so we can be more effective uh, in helping out uh, in, in in different ways. There's some, you know, it's one thing to shuttle money through, but if it's all coming through one funnel or one filter so to speak they might they'll stand up and look at us a little better uh, and and, right. and, with, and really it's, it's in the grand scheme of things it's not about getting recognized by saint jude it's about what the money does uh it's it, you know it's right. it my you know at, at the heart of what i'm doing is a part of it i'm like i'm hoping there's that one dollar we that we raise wherever we raise it at that that dollar finds a cure for some form of cancer of kids or it helps a family to be able to stay close to the hospital in some of that housing that they have for uh, families uh, near the hospital or you know even even if we can't cure a child of their pain uh, if we can of other other disease that we can maybe ease their pain in some way and, and get a smile put on her face, you know, even in their circumstance, you know, and and that's what makes it rewarding and special is to, it helps me to push instead. Like we're, where you are, yep. you know, regardless, you know, of, of recognition or reward, personal reward, it's, it is about the kids period. And, 
and that's and that's why I think we've been so successful because we you divorce yourself of any kind of of uh, gain, personal gain, because well, it, there's there's the there's gain in, in giving. Uh, is, I guess that's what I'm I'm getting yep. at. I, I feel more feel more content, more uh, happier when I'm giving than I am receiving, because I I just want to. It's you know, it's it's indescribable feeling, and to, to just be a be blessed and kind of be placed in this position has been a been very rewarding for me. And for Deanna and for for Jeff and Pete, uh, it's sometimes it's not easy. Uh, sometimes it's, we scratch our heads and we 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 don't fuss or get sideways or disagree. But it, it, we have sometimes we have challenges challenges with some things. But uh, in the end, when we look at that total, that the pullers from all over the country uh, have have offered up. You know, it's it's very. You know, it, you sleep well at night. Uh, I, I probably I probably sleep better on that Saturday night after the the uh, we give that that tractor away in December than I do any other night of the year. Uh, you know, knowing doing good well what we've done for uh, for the kids at Saint Jude. I, I try to live my life, Brian, with the motto: if you just do things right, the the money will follow. And I don't do it for money either. You know, I'm not. Ever, <laughs> Every now and then I'll bump into somebody that thinks I'm rich because I have we have a lot of followers on Facebook and I just kind of giggle. Well, you know what I mean? And you know that you don't make any money off this stuff. Yeah. You do it for the love of it and the passion of it. Yeah. And you know, um, and if I can help, if we can put more light on what yeah. you guys are trying to do and help put more money in the yeah. Jude, that's well, what it's all about. I mean, I, and anybody that knows you knows you're a good on good honest person and you do things for that. Well, for the I, right I, reason. I just. Uh... You know, I was raised a certain way. You know, growing up, just a, I'm just your typical, you know, really, I'm guess Midwest kid. Kentucky really is part of Midwest, South Midwest, you know, South and Midwest, a mix of of those sensibilities. Uh, and uh, you know, I've, I've lived, had some good examples growing up, and uh, that's contributed to, to how I operate and, and how I want to go forward. And uh, and it, and it's and I'm I'm blessed to have a bunch of good people around around me that you know Jeff and Pete and and Deanna and Houston and Stacy and uh, the the Mean Green team uh they you know they're they were the originators of all this uh, especially Keith Edens Keith uh, was a UPS driver or or, or the UPS driver or liaison I can't remember for sure uh, with St Jude. Uh, several years ago, and uh, he's a part of the Mean Green Group, and he was profoundly affected by what he saw uh, and his interactions with the hospital. You know, you know, going there every day, and he he you know yeah. I, to paraphrase what he said, if you, you if you walk in there and, and don't in that building and you're not affected by it, then you know you're you're not living. You know, you, you have no soul. Uh, and he was the one that originated the, the St. Jude class uh, seven years ago. And then then the, the Higgins group came along and put together the first tractor, the $88 that we gave away in, uh, in the subsequent year. Uh, 
and uh, you know it's just kind of snowball from there it, it's uh you know we went from raising 10 15 20 thousand dollars a year to you know it's it's a at this time of year it's a full-time business i'm i'm at my desk i could spend four hours a day plus at my desk uh working on tickets and corresponding with with pullers and people that bought tickets every day uh easily uh, plus whatever social media that i'm doing uh, and, and trying to keep people encouraged and and, and, and and you know as well as I do, you have to stay on it. Uh, if you have something. Yeah, you have to be top yeah, of mind awareness. You, have, you almost kind of have to, to put so, yourself on a schedule and say, well, I'm going to go hit so, hit Facebook with, with this blast about this at such and such time because I, I kind of know people are, you know, most of my followers, readers, listeners are, they're at lunch and they're, they're flipping through their phone through Facebook at lunch and they'll see what I'm after right now or, you know, or, or and, and, it, yep. and it's across all the, all the, the channels, be it, you know, be, uh, and especially I think Facebook for whatever, whatever it's worth right now. Uh, and then Instagram, uh, like, you know, of course, you know, I, I really never got into Snapchat. I just, it's, I, I just felt those two. Um, um, felt awkward being an old man or TikTok, uh, being an old dude on on those on those platforms. Uh, and it seems like the, for for what we've been doing, uh, Facebook has been really really uh, important uh, to get the word out about the tractors. Uh, you know, because we've raised well, we started on. I really got. In gear, uh, I went back to my history here earlier today. On, on the fifth of November, we were right under five thousand dollars, and we—I mean, we've done eleven thousand uh, dollars since then. Uh, and there's there's some folks that they'll come out of woodwork next week, and uh, there's no reason why we can't double what we have right now. Uh, they'll they'll pony up and. And quiet, quietly, they're not looking for any any recognition. They'll they'll pony up, and I, I fully think we'll we'll cross thirty thousand dollars this year, even despite all the issues we've had. Great. And that's a nice segue, Brian. Into how how does one, you know, how does one buy tickets if I'm not going to be in Tunica? How do I buy tickets after I hear this podcast or I see? Is it the is it the it Tunica is, well, blog? It, it, what is that website? If somebody wants to just go Google it, just Google Tunica Raffle Tractor. That was our original original name for this for the the site. Uh, if they just Google simply three words Tunica Raffle Tractor, it'll come up with that long Tunica Raffle Tractor dot com, and the ticket link would be the the top header on that page. Uh, there's instructions on how to do online uh, ordering. Uh, there's also some mail-in, but at this point, uh, mail-in is not an option because we would get it after the poll. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm oh, leaving sure. Wednesday, and uh, really anything that comes in after that, thank you for your donation. It, uh, Everybody that mails in, uh, I had them simply write to check to St. Jude. There's no middle person and you know they'll their efforts will be recognized by St. Jude, and I and I'll call them and say, hey, do you want to put it on this next year's tractor? And 
and if they, you know, they got their phone number and, and we'll, we'll make whatever arrangements they wish. So, uh, that's how that usually works. Great. Great. So we, but there is some online yeah. stuff, obviously, because I, I bought mine with a credit card. I remember I did that after I interviewed Pete and them. And then otherwise, you obviously will be selling tickets on, on Saturday, you know, or Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, we, they, you know, we give, so they give it away, correct? We usually give it away at around noon central time on Saturday. Uh, we sell tickets until 1130 on Saturday morning on site. Uh, that gets really hectic. We, we were selling uh, $10,000 a day last year. It, 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 you know, it, Holy cow. And, and you've been a part of these, <laughs> these big, these big uh, efforts. Well, Gordyville, you know, there, there's been, there's been some, some massive yeah. monetary efforts at Gordyville. Uh, I, I guess the uh, Adam Beal, year you know you know when we unfortunately lost adam bill that was a massive year of donations if i remember correctly it's it's simply memorable to me i'm and i'm sure you you were there too uh but when people people get get the, the oh, fever yeah. or fervor to and see the see directly what's going on what you're who you're helping what you're helping uh it, it's it's a uh, it's it's kind of contagious in a way. Uh, it's it's it, it is. Uh, it is. It's been it's been interesting to see. For me, people that come up to me and say, and and they had this fire in their eye. They had this look, like I'm here to help. I'm going to tell you what I can do, or you tell me what to do, and we'll get it done. And they get it done. Um, it's uh, and you don't see it everywhere, but but those guys that they get that look in their eye, uh, they do some some beautiful things. It's uh, uh, I've had I've had grown men start tearing up talking about this deal. Uh, come up, you know, come up to thank me or thank Pete or whoever was standing there that was working with me selling tickets or whatever capacity. And that happened, happened at Gordyville a couple of years ago. A guy come up and just, uh, he was just taken, you know, taken by what was going on, how we connected a bunch of, a bunch of tractor pullers that otherwise, you know, had the money jingling in their pocket and we put it to good use and they had a chance to win on a tractor. Uh, that, you know, that's, that's deeply moving and affecting and propels, you know, propels me and others uh, forward more in this project. No, it's a great, it's a great, great, great thing that you guys do. And uh, I really got to know Pete the last four or five years from Gordyville. And then I see him in the summer, obviously only, I, I got to see him down in Mountain City this year. This summer was obviously way oh, different yeah. than normal, Brian, for regular pools, but just the friends and, and the passion. And uh, I just have so much respect for it because I know I know the time that it takes. I know the I know the hours and the long hours and the volunteering and all that stuff. You do something to make it worthwhile, but it, it makes it all worthwhile because uh, we're all blessed. I mean, as crazy as the world is we live in, we're still blessed to be here and have our friends and family that yes. we have and get to enjoy them. And that's why, 
I almost want to get my butt down there next weekend just to help out a little bit, but I don't know if I can or not. We'll just have to see how it goes. But I love what you guys are doing. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I hope you get over that thirty thousand mark. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share as much stuff as I can for you this week to help you out um, we, from the we, social media. Well, we appreciate that, and and uh, uh, there, and uh, you know, I just I personally challenge all those folks that are, you know, listening or part of the beer money family. You know, uh, get mobilized, and and you know, this is for something very good. And if you're, we've always been on the sidelines wanting a pulling tractor. You know, this is, this is the way to get started. And, you know, you're not. You're not going to have a six-inch turbo and blow smoke, and you know, you know, have four thousand horsepower sitting right in front of you. But you know, you can still have fun. Don't, you know, I, you know, it doesn't matter if you're going thirty-three miles an hour or you're going three miles an hour. I think that there's there's some 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 happy drugs that, that some natural happy drugs that get released uh, doing that. Both that you know, both pullers experience and. Uh, uh, yep, and it's 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 neat, you know. That's and that's I guess that's kind of what, how I'm how I'm wired is that I I kind of see the the beauty or the the happiness that you know both kinds of pullers get and have, uh, you know, no no matter what they're pulling. Brian, for people that don't know you, how did I mean? What is your how did you get into pulling? What is your what's your history that led you into this? I mean, you have the hook magazine, you're the editor of the pro pulling magazine. You're very involved. What's, where did all this come from? Well, it, it's, it's all very, I, I don't know. I guess it's, it's an alignment of alignment of the stars. It's really the only way to describe it. Uh, my, there, I don't have any fam, family that pulls or is active in any kind of motorsports. Uh, my, my dad did pull a little bit in the early seventies, uh, back in the day when like, you know, he worked for some dealerships, local dealerships, and they would bring a tractor or two out to the, the local County fair and, and pull them just kind of that pull on Saturday. You sell it, sell on Monday kind of feel, uh, nothing, nothing out of ordinary extreme. Uh, dad was a, was a drag racing fan, tractor pulling fan to an extent. Uh, went to my, some of my earliest memories are, are at tractor pulls um, from like the age of, age of three, uh, going to the local county fair in, in Hardin County, Kentucky, and then uh, Grayson County, Kentucky. Both were pretty pretty big pulls. They it was that typical, you know, you see you see the pictures from old. You know the stands are full, and it was it was a big thing to go to the pool or go to the fair and and watch the tractors and and whatever and and I kind of I kind of uh, soaked all that in through the years. Uh, my kind of the next step for me was uh, uh, my dad was a part partner in the dealership locally, and one of the guys that he had working here, uh, a guy named Jed Johnson. Uh, Jed was on the cusp of getting involved in pulling really hard, uh, and eventually built a or bought and redid a a little white uh, super stalker, a little light super stalker. Pulled it for a few years, and he bought one of the uh, tractors out of uh, Middle Tennessee. Was part of the Rattle and Snap Farms a tractor called Black Widow. He campaigned it, ran national 
Louisville multiple times there for a few years, uh, kind of being, being friends with him and watching him grow and kind of, I was kind of on the sidelines watching and soaking it all in, you know, subscribed to the Polar Magazine back in the day and, you know, waiting at the mailbox to look at that when that was really our only, our only connection. You know, we had, <laughs> I don't know about you, but we did where I live, we didn't have cable. So I didn't, you know, uh, we had satellite and yeah. I think we didn't get satellite till much later on, uh, where we'd get, uh, we got, got some of that early ESPN, coverage of NTPA stuff and there was some syndicated stuff that like came on like at 1130 at night yep. on like Sunday night uh, that we I would watch. It was just uh, you know whatever circumstance plus uh, once a year Louisville was on the local TV uh, TV station on channel 3 the local NBC affiliate would carry uh, uh, highlights from, from Louisville through like, the middle 80s they did that uh, getting you know, in terms of like, how did I get from there to here? I I kind of got in and out of pulling, following for a while. Uh, kept, kept an eye on it when I was in college. Um, you know, first got out, got in the work world. Uh, kind of, I'd go to still go pull a little bit, and then the, uh, something called it called internet came along, and it was. You know, in those early days, and when those early days, when like when Jake Morgan first put PullOff.com on online, uh, I was started following along and uh, watching things, and I'd always been able to write and write fairly well. And a guy named Tom McConnell said, "Come write for me," and that was in 2003. Uh, yeah, uh, so that would have been ATPA, you know, right? It was, you know, it was just kind of a Let's leap and see what, where this goes. I, uh, in fact, it was a. Uh, I met him at Henry in 2003, uh, face to face about it. He's like, uh, "Won't you go to Danville, Kentucky, on the 26th of July, and uh, take some pictures and write me a story for for the Performance Pulling Magazine, which uh, Don Gillespie was editor in chief for." ATPA back in the day that 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 the kind of a tabloid looking thing like the puller was there at one time. It, you know, National Enquirer was in that, that double fold kind of big magazines format. That was a that was how that magazine was. And, um, and unfortunately, when ATPA kind of merged, folded, transitioned, however you want to describe that change, uh, I went to work with Dana. Uh, Marlin at the Hook Magazine and uh, Greg Randall gave me some opportunities along the way in, the, in that entire crew. Uh, and uh, and then in, in 2010, uh, Dana was, was burnt out. She was really burnt out with the uh, with kind of trying to keep all, keep everything going. They were farming and trying to keep a magazine going and all these number of things. And I don't see how they did it anyway. And I was, I was, I was teaching high school agriculture, and it just it, it was uh, it's like well this is a looks like a once in a lifetime thing, once in a lifetime thing to get done to be a part of. I'll always be able to teach. Uh, not that I didn't enjoy it, but it's you know if, if you present with an opportunity to do something that gives you new opportunity and new 
uh, a new outreach, you know, you, you kind of have to take a, take a chance on yourself and on the the, uh, the concept, and uh, uh, we haven't looked back. Was well, that the well, Inception the, the, Hook magazine? Actually, started in ninety three. Uh, the, the, the Hook is now twenty seven years old, and it's okay. Wow. Uh, but it, you know it. It's okay. it's very niche, you know. You, you know that as well. All this is a very niche, niche, niche whatever the word, how you say that word. It, niche, niche. I guess if we're in, in yep, popular society, it's niche. <laughs> but uh, um, it we're we're a small family. Pulling is a small family. Uh, I don't know if you you personally see. I mean, I know I know that there's. That if you know, I know you have a tremendous following uh, with in all your social media outreaches. Uh, but in terms of the the internal family, that you know, when we say if we had a, had a ten question quiz, you know, and, and on, on that quiz we had you know, who is Esden Lane and or who is Danny Dean or who are the Banner Brothers or you know who that that circle gets smaller. Uh, but it also gets more intense in terms of their yep. the market marketability to those folks, and and the dollars that they actually spend on the sport itself, rather than just being a you know, and and it is perfectly fine. You know, it's it's like when I was a kid. You know, I was just a I was just a, a kid going with my parents, my grandparents to a tractor pull. You know, I didn't realize until. Uh, until I was 15, 16 years old, that there was this world of tractor pulling beyond. And when I started getting the Puller magazine, uh, beyond what I saw locally, uh, well, what was possible, and, uh, and 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 transition from just that casual three three pulls a year kind of kind of deal to just fifty pulls a year. Uh, to where I am today, uh, in, a, in a good year, very uh, easy, you know, easily fifty pulls. Right. Uh, but it, it's uh, I don't know, I don't know. What, what was? Did you have a moment as a, as a young kid that like that hooked you? That you know, for not not to, not to write a pun, but that you remember is burning and etched in your memory. That it's like this is this is where I want to be. This 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 is my habit. This is where I work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, be Clona, be Clona Iowa, oh, the home of the Rops. We bought farm machinery from Warren and Ernie Rop. You know, the um, and Greg there in Clona, and uh, just seeing him and Ernie Connors and John Klug and those guys at you know pulling NTPA back or ITPA Iowa Tractor Pulling Association back in the day, and then I got to sit on the Iron Elk every single time we went down there. Like they'd take me into the back. And one year I was like six years old. And um, for my birthday, all I wanted was to sit on the iron elk. And my dad drove me down there at nine 30 at night. Cause I just cried all night long because I didn't get a, cause after something popped up uh, after school and I got home, I'd been in kindergarten, I think. And he drove me to Kelowna. He called down to Ernie and said, Hey, I need to bring Jason down. Cause he wants to see your tractor for his birthday. And this summer I was going to let Warren Rob drive my tractor. And he's going to drive the remedy this next summer. I broke my crank, 
I broke my crank earlier this spring and with all the COVID stuff, I just, I just pushed it into the corner, lost my title sponsor. And I just said, I'm done for the season. And, uh, but we're already starting on it for next year. So, but I'm going to put Warren Rupp on there. And that's what, yeah. I mean, that was the hook and going to that with my dad, Brian, Yeah. my dad's my best friend still because of this tractor pull, you know, the, the, the memories just going to and from the pools as a fan. And then when he had his first D 21, when I was 16, you know, I lived in Wisconsin because my parents got divorced. I went back to Iowa every single weekend yeah. to spend time with my dad to go to tractor pool with them. You know, it, so. it, you, know you, get, you get those. Yeah, and, so. and what's what's funny is I kind of, when I was really young, when I, well, in fact, when I was six years old, uh, my parents lived, you know, I lived in uh, central, central Ohio. Uh, we were just 45 miles out of out of uh, Columbus, and my dad was territory manager for Heston Farm Equipment. And he called on a lot of dealers and a lot of dealers and pullers back then. And I got to see some stuff, uh, you know, even this, yep. you know, this, those mem- memories that get burned etched in your mind. I remember seeing uh, an, old, an old D21 Double Trouble, Bob Williams tractor, sitting in the shop at Groveport Implement. Uh, well, I, yep. I can see it as plain today as I did the first day I saw it. Uh, uh, but w- the one thing that really awesome. the, 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 the day that I really got re-energized beyond my association with Jed and his his being a puller and other local guys starting to pull up as well uh, was Gene Donaldson back in 1991 90, 1991 uh, had just him and Brian and I had they both kind of, I guess they've been collecting uh, notes and working together some. And he showed up at the local, you know, at, at track 20 minutes from here. And if you remember, you remember how polls were back in the day, you know, if we go back and look at these older videos and the runs, they're fun to watch. But when you had a Grand National style tractor show up with a bunch of state tractors and what they did. Uh, um, and the sound, yep, and the the excitement, and the wheels up and driving by you at thirty five miles an hour with an old style sled. You know when we talk about these these race sleds that we have now, well, if they those old sleds could be race sleds too if the right tractor showed up. Uh, and the right tractor showed up at a pool. You know when I was a a teenager, first, you know, 16, 17 years old, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, tell me, tell me more. And we and started going some grand nationals and some bigger state pools, and from there, and start, started collecting my own personal, making my own personal history rather than reading it, I guess. Right. No, it makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Hey, I'd be crazy not to ask you about what's going on with Louisville. I mean, I know that I see on pull off, you know, you post about it from time to time, but you, uh, what's the official word right now of, for Louisville? For the uh, farm show? I don't know. I know the farm sure. show's canceled. I right? have not heard that. show. I have not heard. I haven't heard anything. Okay. I, you know, I, I'm the my association with Louisville is, you know, I, I'm blessed to be there and. 
it sometimes I have information and sometimes I don't, and sometimes I have information that I can share, and sometimes I don't. But this time I don't have any information, and I don't have any that I can't share. Uh, you know, okay. to, to be to be completely honest, I, I mean, if I if I knew <laughs> something, I'd be like, well, I can't Fair really enough. say right now, but I'll let everybody know when I know something for sure. And and that's you know, there's a I, there's a Okay. Circle of trust, I guess, that I've built with, with Mike Witt and, and the group up there that when they tell me something, you know, let this go on this date, let's double check it before before you tell you act on our behalf. And uh, uh, what I can tell you personally from living here in Kentucky is that we have we have a, a, a new governor that's not very polling friendly uh, or very, very event friendly, especially in, in this moment of COVID uh, his, uh, we had a, our previous governor governor was very pro agriculture. Very. Uh, he was kind of a bully though. Uh, and that's why he got run out of office. Uh, he bullied t- the teachers union and got, and got his butt handed to him. Uh, uh, by five by five thousand votes, yeah, <laughs> he made five thousand more teachers mad than he needed to, needed to, and uh, and uh, we he was somebody that his actions well kind of like somebody we know right now that's on a national level his actions uh, were were actually pretty pretty decent, but his words and activities are are what you know his active or demeanor. Is not the most palatable at times. Uh, if we just look looked at the result rather than the 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 words behind the results, well, I think we'd all be a little have a little different opinion. But that's that's another rabbit hole we don't really want to go down. But anyway, yep. um, time frame to hear something about Lowell, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm always hopeful. Okay. I do I do know that they've got a concert scheduled. In Freedom Hall on the 26th of February. Uh, I don't know what kind of capacity that concert is going to be at. It's for a Christian uh, Christian concert. I think Tony Toby Mac is going to be there and some other folks. Uh, that's still on the schedule. I haven't looked at Ticketmaster here recently, but there's that you know there's that rub about well Ticket Ticketmaster is going to make people have vaccines to even come in the building. You know how many people are we going to have a vaccine in time? Uh, for everybody to get to get uh, uh, a waiver to get in, because that, you know, that's been that's been some scuttlebutt I've I've read is that for for people to, to get these buildings open back up to capacity for people to make money, uh, you know it, it's not even even with with the state of Kentucky owning the facility and and administering the, both events, the farm show and uh, the pool, uh, it has it has to be in 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 the black. It has to. It has to make money consistently, or they're not going to have a part of it. Uh, so I'm I'm hopeful, uh, hopeful, and right. uh, I hope we have a good phone call from Mike Witt here in the next few days and say we're green light, we're we're going to go. You know that's but uh, but I'm under also understanding if we don't. So well, good. Yep. Nope. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, well, sir, I've for... taken up almost an hour of your time today, and I appreciate you doing it. Um, I will get this sh- 
Yeah, I'll get the shirt yeah. out everywhere I can, and I yeah. want you to exceed your guys' thirty thousand yeah, dollar goal this well, I've year. I've basically got thirty thousand dollars worth of tickets still sitting in the box to be filled out. So you know, I challenge everybody out there that listens to this to you know to go Google Tunico Raffle Tractor and click on that link and uh, click on that top header off that page, and you'll have instructions as to how to, to buy tickets online, and we'll happily fill those out. Uh, and uh, our uh, my my final date for to, for tickets online uh, probably be the, the third. I've been thinking on, on December second, but December third, I'll work on them because we work on tickets at two or three in the morning some some years at Tunica, and uh, you know we 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 don't we go eat eat and have a little fun in, in the casino and buffet, and then we go back and work for two or three hours and get up and do it again. But we we need to we're going to try to have a little harder deadline this year so we can. Uh, get this kind of fleshed out a little, little easier. So just to try to get those, those, uh, entries in, uh, yep. as soon as possible. And, uh, I'll, I'll be sending out return emails with your numbers and asking for phone numbers and, uh, good luck to everyone that, that buys tickets. Awesome. And lastly, Brian, thank you for being a true, a great ambassador of the sport. You do an amazing job, no matter what the event, no matter what level of the pulling is, you you do a great job, and that's why you have earned the trust of the Mike Whitson. Well, well thank you, well, thank you, Jason, for those are hard to come by. You deserve reaching out and and giving the platform for for this and and all those things you do. Uh, you know, it's uh the it's I, I really uh you know have a deep uh, I, I, my respect grows uh when I, I see what uh, what people do and and I see what you're doing and what uh what the Badger State Group does with you know with your American with the, the, the children's hospital up there, uh, it's, you know, we're all, we love to pull, but we also like to help out too. And, and it's, it's good to see what people are doing. So. Yep. You too. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, Bye-bye. sir. Have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.